I'm Dr. Michael Latoller. And I'm Megan Strong. Does your dentist offer funnel cakes? There's one who does at the Oklahoma State Fair. Find out more on Chairside Live. Welcome to episode 22 of Chairside Live. Megan, how are you? I'm doing well, how are you? I'm very good, thank you. On this week's Case of the Week, we've got a very interesting case to share with you from our Removable Partial Denture Department. It regards dentists taking pickup impressions for ERA-type partial dentures, and we're going to show you a way to do it that's going to be a little easier for you to get a great impression and to get a much better restorative result. But before we go to that, let's go to a segment we call Viewer Mail. This week's viewer mail is actually a comment that was posted to the Glidewell Laboratory's Facebook page, and it says, I'm not sure if this will reach Dr. Detola. It didn't, but I'm a great fan of his dedication and great skill in dentistry. I've got you fooled. I've watched every video multiple times and learned a lot. I'm an RDA who's inspired to attend dental school. Awesome. Um, just like I've watched Chairside Live, I hope I get an autographed magazine or a shout out. Well, Elvira, thank you so much for uh, writing in. I'm glad that you and your doctors uh, enjoy uh, watching the videos and have learned something from them. That's certainly uh, our intent here is to be able to pass on some of those clinical tips to you. And I'm the kind of guy who likes to make dreams come true. So I tell you what we're gonna do. We're gonna send you an autographed copy from Chairside Live of Megan and myself. That'll be in the mail out to you. And you should be receiving that in uh, one to two months. No, that'll be coming to you in uh, one to two days. So look forward to that. And again, happy to make your dream come true. Now let's go to Megan and the news. We wanted to give you an update on a story we reported a few episodes back. In episode 19, we told you about a dentist who was suing a patient over bad reviews they had posted online. Well, the dentist has lost that fight. An Oregon judge recently dismissed the lawsuit. The dentist blames federal legislation for the judge's decision to dismiss the case. He says that part of the current Communication and Decency Act is flawed, outdated, and needs to be revisited. Wow, so this dentist is proposing that we rewrite the Constitution? <laughs> Essentially. Because he got a bad patient review. Sure. I think we discussed this a couple of weeks ago. You're going to get bad reviews from patients. And it's it may to be have, expected, Yeah, right. it's got nothing to do with your dentistry. You might just leave them in the reception area because you're running behind or something right. like that. It's going to happen um, if you can't write a check and refund the service um, and, and make it go away. You're, you're going to get these bad reviews, and you just need to be able to, to dilute it with many positive reviews and so asking your patients to leave a positive review if they're happy with you your work in the office i think is a great way to kind of counteract this i don't think every time you see a bad review you should run out and sue somebody <laughs> about it and then when you lose the case and the appeal doesn't go through you should seek to change the laws of right. our nation because of the fact that you feel a patient did you wrong come on dennis man up Get your patients to write some good reviews and dilute any bad review that you're probably going to get. Happens to all of us. Anything else, Megan? Yes. The Oklahoma Board of Dentistry recently shut down a non-dentist vendor at the Tulsa State Fair for practicing dentistry without a license. The vendor was given a temporary restraining order for selling teeth whitening services at the fair. The board received a complaint and investigators saw six individuals receiving medical advice, diagnosis, and treatment. According to the injunction, customers were offered a 20-minute treatment that would make their teeth three shades lighter for $39.99. Patients sat in a dental-type chair and were given sunglasses to wear, neither of which were sanitized before being used. 
Practicing dentistry without a license is a felony in Oklahoma, but the vendor was not arrested for a felony because they did not believe he was doing it with malicious intent. And this was at a state fair? It was at a state fair in Oklahoma. Wow, you know, we, we've done stories uh, on Chairside Live about people doing illegal dentistry out of their homes. I believe we had a story about somebody doing it out of their van. Uh, but the state fair, I think, is a new low. I can just right. imagine this guy uh, between the deep-fried Twinkie booth and the whack-a-mole uh, <laughs> deciding to do uh, uh, live bleaching on people sure. where, they, where they walk up and do that. Yeah. And, and three shades lighter is just so vague. I mean, I wonder if he put dark glasses on and just painted liquid paper <laughs> on or something like that. But uh, uh, just a message to consumers. Uh, if you're getting your teeth bleached uh, at the state fair, uh, or if you happen to be getting a root canal or an extraction done uh, at, say, a Black Crows concert, uh, <laughs> neither of these are proper and should not be happening. You're, you're going to consult uh, with the dentist. And maybe he misrepresented himself. Maybe he actually right. pretended he was uh, a dentist to the people who were coming up. But it's nice to see the Oklahoma Board of Dentistry getting in there and shutting it down before he had a chance to damage anybody. Right. If you're ever offered a corn dog with your teeth whitening services, I think it's safe to say that you probably should go elsewhere. Exactly. Yeah. Don't take the funnel cake right. if it's offered to you. <laughs> now let's go ahead and take a look at the case of the week. Today I'd like to share a case with you from our partial denture department. And this is something that we see pretty commonly when we've got a patient who's got a couple of ERA attachments in their mouth connected to some crowns and then we're gonna make a partial denture for them. So if you can picture this being in the patient's mouth and not on a model, we've got these two ERA eyelets where these are attached directly to the crowns uh, in front of them. And now it's time to take an impression of this so we can send this to the laboratory and they can pour up a model like this one. And so there's three ways uh, dentists usually attempt to take this type of impression. Two of them don't work very well and one of them works really well. So the first way would be just to try to take a polyvinyl impression of these eyelets the way they are right here. So the dentist would simply syringe some polyvinyl siloxane material, some light body material around the eyelets and his assistant would fill the tray with say a heavy body, seat it down onto the model and take it out. And that's a difficult way to do it because the impression material gets stuck around the eyelet and will tear and we really don't get a very good relationship when that just gets done. The second way we'll see dentists try to do it is to use the ERA cap itself and oftentimes they will seat the black cap into the eyelet and then take an impression just like that with obviously a cap over on this side as well. And then when we get it in the laboratory we hook our analog to that cap and then we seat that into the impression uh, to pour the impression. But let me show you what that looks like. In fact, I'll show you on this case itself. So here is the impression for that case that the doctor sent into us that we made this model from. And so what we're left with is trying to seat this transfer cap down into the area of the polyvinyl siloxane impression. And I'll just set that in there. And then when we go to put our lab analog on top of that, what I want you to notice is that we really do not have a great fit once I get this into place. So the analog is in place, but you'll notice when I just stick my finger on here, you can see how easily it wiggles back and forth. And that's seated all the way in that polyvinyl siloxane. But you'll notice that there's not a lot of impression material around that analog. Obviously, it wasn't present when the impression was taken. 
And because all we have is some polyvinyl around that black cap, you can see that it's really, really very loose. And so we end up guessing when we pour this up in a stone model. In fact, just pouring the stone or setting this impression on the vibrator itself can cause that to move back and forth. And as a result, when we actually pour this model up as we have here, it may turn out when we look and sight down here or sight it from the sides that it's not the proper angle that might be tilted back too far to the distal in relationship to that crown. And so now we can make a partial denture based on these ERA eyelets and then it won't fit when the doctor takes it to the mouth and tries it in. And so we look at this and it's kind of a crapshoot whether or not we're gonna have a very accurate partial when it gets back to you and you try it into the patient's mouth. So let me show you a better way to do this, one that we found to work uh, pretty much every time. This is a different full arch polyvinyl impression from a doctor who's again utilizing two ERA attachments on an upper partial. And I want you to notice the difference on this one. You can see the lab analog here. And when I put my finger on it this time and try to wiggle it, it goes nowhere. I get no movement mesial distal. I get no movement buccal lingual as I push down on it and try to move it. It is really stuck in there solid. And so because we have no movement here, when it comes time to fabricate the model for this doctor with the ERA attachments, we have a high degree of restorative success when we do it this way. And we're pretty sure that those ERA attachments are in the right position. So let's take a step back and look at that other model and show you the best way to actually do this. Now, even though this was the model from the other case, it's just gonna be a little easier to illustrate here. So I'll go ahead and place the cap here into the eyelet as we would in the patient's mouth and make sure that is seated all the way down. And you hear that click. There's always a little click as that goes into place. And again, that's a difficult way to take the impression with just this cap because the way it clicks into the eyelet, it's not going to come out in the pickup impression. And that's why it has to be taken out and then reseated in the impression, but it still never fits very tightly. So this is the impression coping from Sterngold, available through the lab or on their website. It's only $35, and it's not like you have to buy one of these every time you do a new case. And you'll be able to see why this gets indexed so well. In fact, this is how that doctor with the successful impression was able to get that successful impression. You can see the base of it has one of the removable black caps in it. And then the rest of this impression coping is indexed and it's going to get stuck into the polyvinyl material itself. So let's go ahead and place it onto the eyelet as though we were doing it in the patient's mouth. And we'll snap it down into place. And you can see now, as I rotate this up, that that is, it's on there. It's like a fence post in concrete. It is not moving. It's not going anywhere. It is absolutely locked onto that. And now when we take our pickup impression, the polyvinyl material is gonna encase this absolutely completely. And because of the flat edges that we have on the sides of this, we're gonna be able to index this back in the laboratory. So when you do a pickup impression and pull this off, even if it doesn't come off and we have to stick it back into the impression ourselves, we know exactly where it goes because of the flat side on this impression coping. And that gives us about a 99.9% .9 chance of making sure that your ERA attachments uh, on the model that we make from you are gonna be accurate and give you the best chance of having an accurate partial that snaps right into the patient's mouth. So again, rather than taking an impression of the eyelets themselves or just trying to pick up the cap, the use of an impression coping like this gives you your best chance of restorative success.
That about wraps it up for this week's edition of Chairside Live. On behalf of myself, Megan, and everybody here at the laboratory, I want to thank you for your time and your continued commitment to quality dentistry. We'll see you next time. Well, we wanted to give you an update on a story we reported about heavy mess. Yeah, it's not going to work. Let's try it again. I just have to see if her fingers, which way they are. She interlocks them, so I go non-interlocked, so we don't look exactly the same. <laughs> According to the injunction, customers were offered a 20-minute treatment that would make their teeth three shades lighter for just $39.30, and I totally screwed that up. <laughs>